You're listening to Coffee Magazine Kenya, where we challenge society's structures, navigating and exploring the poetry of life. With me, your host, Stacy. Hello and welcome to Coffee Magazine, the show that examines pressing global issues and their ripple effects. I'm Stacy, your host. In today's episode, we delve into the concerning possibility of an alcohol-induced lost generation in Kenya, drawing parallels to Japanese history. We explore this trend and how it could impact Kenya's economic future. Growing at an alarming rate among the younger population, alcoholism is driven by a number of factors, unemployment, peer pressure, lack of mental health awareness, lack of coping skills to negative emotions such as distress, a coping mechanism, and a sort of drinking culture. The accessibility to alcohol and its affordability has left the young vulnerable, creating negative effects on overall physical, emotional, and mental health, productivity, and social stability. Millennials and Gen Z being left more depressed than any African would have thought possible, where Kenyans are seeing a very huge cycle of dependency among them. All issues aside, I want to focus on the economic impact that has been and will continue to be hit as the younger generation becomes less and less equipped to contribute to the economy. Now, the phrase lost generation was coined during the Japanese economic downturn of the 1990s. So basically, this is what happened. Japan has a very strict job employment policy. You go through school, up to tertiary levels. Then they have a central place where you all gather after university graduation. There you're placed into a company with an employment contract known as lifetime employment. Most of the companies are private giants, such as Toyota, but also include public companies. So lifetime employment means you'll work in that company until retirement. Meanwhile, the companies only hire once a year and also promote annually from within. On the downside, if you miss this opportunity, you're also unemployed for life. In the 1990s, the Bank of Japan had this economic empowerment idea where they would dish out loans to any Japanese who decided to open a business. These loans had no repayment time and they could be borrowed over and over. At this time, Japan was the fastest growing economy in the world and was believed to become what China is today. But most of these businesses failed. The Bank of Japan ran out of money and the economic downfall took place rendering millions jobless. How? With a lifetime employment policy. For around 10 years, Japanese companies were not hiring as they could not afford to create more jobs. 
millions could no longer afford school fees. That's what gave birth to the lost generation. These people couldn't now afford themselves and became dependent on their parents indefinitely. A huge majority decided to become hermits and live completely in isolation from society. The so-called big purchasers in many economies are age 30 to 40. They buy cars, homes, real estate, etc. When Japan was experiencing an economic boom, very many people invested in real estate, thinking it will always appreciate. The prices fell miserably because the highest purchases of real estate were unproductive. That's when it caught the government's attention. Until now... Reintegration efforts have been futile. Now coming back to Kenya, studies have shown that 55% of the population makes up Gen Z and millennials. Millennials are over 12 million people. Gen Z are over 18 million people. That's a little over half of our population. In Kenya, 10% of Gen Z have severe alcohol abuse disorders. 24% of millennials. Four out of every hundred deaths in Kenya is linked to alcohol use. These numbers cut through social demographics, economics, familial factors, and social interactions. Currently, the Kenyan alcoholic drinks market is worth 3.1 USD this year. Million USD. And it's expected to grow annually by 5%. I heard on a podcast recently that only 3% of Kenyans are 50,000 and above. Now over with the statistics, we established earlier that ages 30 to 40 are the biggest purchasers in the, of the so-called big items in the economy, like real estate, cars, etc. This, however, I feel might actually change due to the digital opportunities that have been availed to us now. But even in the digital world, how much space really is there? Isn't the competition even more cutthroat, mentally and emotionally dissolving? How long until Kenya experiences a lost generation of its own? Many above 30 are still dependent. Many above 25 have absolutely no stream of income. Majority of whom have given up, others on the verge. The 1% making strides. Yet these are supposed to be the most productive people in the economy. The lack of millennials, especially in productive economic roles, due to alcohol-related challenges, could result in reduced workforce productivity, interrupted skill development, and even more increased healthcare costs, eventually affecting Kenya's growth and development. So what solutions do we have on the table to prevent this from actually occurring? How do we avert a potential economic crisis? I have summed up all my solutions to one simple but complex solution. Investing in the potential of the youth. We can finally break the cycle of lost opportunities. Let's all keep in memory the importance of safeguarding the economic potential of the youth. Let us steer towards addressing the root causes of substance abuse and hopefully provide avenues for growth and accumulation of wealth. Thank you.